are listening to the Empowering Business DFW Podcast, and I am your host, Stephen Austin. On today's episode, we get to meet John Thompson, the owner and operator of NTX PDR, a local paintless dent repair company that was founded over three years ago. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey, John, what's going on? Welcome to the uh, first official episode of the Empowering Business DFW podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Glad Good. to be here. This this is an exciting opportunity for uh, everybody and a great opportunity for you and me as well. So Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear a little bit more about what you do. Um, very uneducated about how the paintless dent repair industry is. Uh, so why don't you take just the first couple minutes and kind of give some context to the listeners um, about what it is you do, where your story started and, and where you are now. Okay, thank you. Uh, so my name is John Thompson. I'm the owner operator of NTX PDR. We're a paintless dent repair company in Denton, Texas. PDR stands for paintless dent repair. So a lot of people in uh, North Texas already know that there's hail damage uh, that comes through all the time. So uh, I got into the business of doing paintless dent repair three years ago. Uh, I was tired of basic. I had the opportunity to do this in 1999, but I passed on the opportunity and I was in sales my whole life and did all sorts of other different jobs. And then finally I was looking uh, to a point to start my own business, uh, to grow, to learn a skill that I could use anywhere. So I can go to Colorado, Florida, New York, California, and transfer a, a skill that can, uh, you know, go basically anywhere in the United States. But being in North Texas, I decided, you know, this is a great opportunity. We have a great economy. We have uh, hailstorms, and we have plenty of uh, dealerships to service. So I decided to make a plunge, go to school, get certified at the Dean King Training Institute, and um, took off running from there. So it was just a great opportunity. It seemed like the time was right to, to start my own business. And, and here I am today, three years later. That's awesome. That's good to hear. So what what is the difference mindset wise from back in 99 when you had the opportunity as opposed to three years ago saying all right now's the time well uh in 99 i was uh my daughter was just being born uh my ex-wife her her dad had a car lot and there was guys fixing dents uh on the car lot and they asked me if i wanted to join and um it was hot it was summertime i was like man there's no way i want to i want to learn this but i had no idea the the potential or, or what it in, entailed to do it. I was happy with doing the everyday, go to work, get paid and come home type of job. So uh, I revisited this uh, opportunity a couple years ago, uh, a few years ago, researched it and found that there's a huge market that, uh, that can actually produce and, and make a, a, a nice income for my family and myself. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, what sometimes when you try to start a business when you're younger, when you have a lot more going on, it might not have been as successful as what it has been now so um just you know being what we say older and wiser sometimes right. helps influence that a little bit easier yeah so, i agree 100 percent. so so tell me a little bit about you know what is the process of you know i haven't held damage to my car uh what is the process when you pull your pull a car into the lot or the garage uh, what's the process of an actual repair when it comes to paintless so whenever we start a, a hail repair or an insurance job for, for hail claims, 
what we do is we start with the insurance, make sure that the insurance is uh, notified. So we file a claim, uh, we start the claim, the adjusters will come out, assess the damage. Uh, then you get to choose the company that you want to fix the, the, the hail damage on your vehicle. And then hopefully it's NTX PDR. That's what we want. Them. And then so uh, what we do is then we, we get with the insurance and we, we start the, the claim process all over again. We go in, reevaluate the damage. Uh, we reevaluate all the trim pieces. If there's broken tail lights, headlights, all sorts of things that go into to hail repair. Uh, so we get with the insurance and we come to an agreement on, okay, there's this much damage to this type of car, uh, to this car. So it's going to cost this amount of, of money to fix. So they approve our supplement. Then we get started on the vehicle. Uh, then what we do is disassemble the vehicle. Like we take the headliners down. We have to take out, uh, like in your trunk, if we have to come through, uh, the trunk area to reach some dents by maybe the gas cap or something like that, we have to take out the tail lights remove bumpers and you know, lower the bumper so we can get our tools in, uh, in there to fix the dent. So there's different specialized techniques that we use to do hail repair. So it's, it's very complicated and, and uh, getting into that right now. So the process is we get with the insurance, we file the claim, you, file the, you find the repair facility, we negotiate with the, uh, the insurance, and then we get started on the repair. And then from that point, uh, it's less less time, uh, quicker turnaround. We don't fill the car with Bondo or with, with fillers or repaint the vehicle. The best uh, paint job that you'll ever have on your vehicle is the factory finish. And that's what we do is, is make sure that we save the factory finish, which is the best uh, paint that your vehicle will ever have. And it, it helps maintain the value for your vehicle. Yeah, I think that's a great point, especially when you talk about, you know, turnaround time and, you know, nobody likes to be without their car, right? I mean, that's, right. that makes it a, a very, um, I don't know, it's just when you're, when you're out of, out of an opportunity to go anywhere you want, you know, your vehicle is that, that device. So, um, yeah, turnaround times. So what's the cost difference between what you're calling a, a conventional repair as opposed to, um, a paintless dent repair? Is there a huge cost difference? I know that the turnaround time would sounds like it, it would be a large, you know, amount of time extra added if you're adding Bondo and repaint and all that stuff. So what's the cost difference typically between, between the two options? Well, in some cases, that's a great question. So let's just say, for uh, example, we have large hail uh, or hail that damages your hood. So there could be an aluminum hood on a Ford F-250 that's going to roughly cost you about uh, – Fourteen, seventeen hundred dollars to replace it, install it, uh, and then you have to paint it. So if there's more cost, more time, more labor that goes into it, and then most of the times, not all the time, but we can fix it with paintless dent repair. So we can go in and uh, save the insurance money, uh, keep the factory paint, the factory finish, work the dents up, massaging the dents up, uh, and making it to where it's pre-existing storm condition. So in that turn, it saves money, saves time, and we have a quicker turnaround. So what happens if you, you run into an application where you can't repair it? What do you do then? Uh, well then if we can't repair it, uh, there, we've had da damage to vehicles like uh, on the roof of the vehicles, like vans or SUVs, where it's a large, you know, softball size type hail. Uh, what they do is a conventional repair. So what they have to do is cut the roof off. Uh, they replace it with another roof. Then they weld it back into place and replace everything. So there's a lot that goes into that. And 
So we try to avoid that if we can. Uh, who wants to have their 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 uh, roof cut off their SUV and yeah. you know think of okay what what's going to happen next? So. So does that, whenever that happens, does that avoid any type of manufacturer warranty? Let's just say I bought a truck today and uh, we have a big storm roll through tonight and get horrible hell damage and, and uh, you have to go through and repair it, cut off the, the roof of the truck. Does that avoid any type of manufacturer warranty or are you covered under, under anything? From my understanding, it doesn't avoid, uh, avoid any warranty or anything. We use certified type dealerships. Uh, so if it's a GM, we use a GM dealership, so they, they're going to go buy all the OEM specs to, to replace it and fix it. So uh, from that point, it would be on to the, the body shop's responsibility for, like, making sure the airbags work, uh, do a, a pre-scan, do a post-scan, make sure everything's uh, working the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, so if you're, you, know, you are working with manufacturers, they have the paint codes, and they order you direct a new roof or new hood or whatever the case is. And So what – what type of education goes into paintless tip repair? I mean, you mentioned earlier about Dean King. Tell me the, the process of, of the education portion and, and what kind of certifications do you have to have? Well, for me, I went to the, a school which is called the Dean King Training Institute. Uh, they're based out of California. I did the research and found that it was uh, they were willing to work with my schedule as far as um, I had a full-time job, so I had to take a week here and a week here vacation. And they were able to to get me certified with those. It was an 80-hour course, but of course, after 80 hours of, of work or learning, you're barely touching the, the the scale as far as being able to do a complete hell job or do a crush fender or something like that. It's baby steps that gives you the foundation for what you need to actually continue to grow, continue to grow. Uh, and so, the a training school like this. Um, allows me to be certified. So I'm actually certified uh, paintless dent repair technician. And then the, there are other places that uh, you can go to school to get certified. Um, by law, you don't have to be trained or certified. But, you know, just, just giving our clients and, and our customers the satisfaction that it says, okay, you actually took the time and, and put forth the effort and made the investment to do the right thing and, and go to school and learn the foundation so you can build on that foundation to grow and be successful. So after your 80 hours of work, all right, 80 hours of, of education, at what point do you feel like, okay, I'm comfortable enough to actually do a, a full hell damage repair? Um, you know, just if you think of a doctor, for example, right, you can go to, uh, go to medical school, but until you actually get in the field, you don't really know what application you're going to be dealing with. So uh, how long after school did you say, all right, I think I've got it down. I'm ready to start, uh, start the business. Well, that's a great question. Uh, there's everybody learns on a different curve with paintless dent repair. Uh, some people may have been in the, in the collision industry before, or they have, uh, learned how to take part of cars, you know, being a mechanic or something like that. So, uh, for me, I was lucky enough to have a mentor, uh, for about four months. So, on my days off, I would go there six, eight, ten hours, uh, three days a week, and he would teach me on proper techniques, uh, how to use the lighting, how to use the tools. And so I was there for an extra four months, um, three days a week, and he was finally able to basically kick me out of his garage because he said uh, I was able to go make money. So he said, uh, uh, you're on a faster curve than some other people. So I, I, 
think that's because of the foundation that I had, the training that I had in the beginning. Uh, usually it takes anywhere from six months to a year for an average tech to even start to make money or to start working on vehicles that, uh, that are hail damaged or door dings and stuff like that. So there's so much that goes into it. And uh, I feel fortunate to where the foundation uh, was there for me to where I was able to grow quickly and the desire and drive was, was, was there already. So. Going back to uh, going back to the dinking, um, you recently were a speaker there, correct? Yes, I uh, I'm actually here now today. I came in to uh, check on their students. I came in last summer to to check on some of their students. It's always good to see the foundation, uh, see where you come from. It's it's humbling. Uh, it's also a learning experience every time I come back because you know there's uh, my my instructor's name was Chase Clark. Uh, Lee Roth was here last year. These are great den guys. And then, so this year, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to wa walk in and see these guys and to be like, Hey, how's it going? They're like, who are you? It's like, I went to this school, you know, three years ago. And they're like, how'd you make it? It's like, and I, I'm going to sit down and tell you how I made it. This is, yeah. this is a, a great story. And they're like, man, that's great. It's, that's it, cool. I want to be like that. So the inspiration to, to watch these guys and the smiles on their faces and questions they ask are questions that I was asking three years ago. Yeah, I think I think sometimes when you try to pick a direction as far as a career, you're really not sure which way you want to go. For So for you to actually go back to where it all started when it comes to learning the process, that says a lot about you and about how your willingness to help others. I mean, it transfers over, right? I mean, it transfers over the way uh, you will become the mentor you now to these younger guys, the, the new newcomers in the business and it transfers over to what type of, of company you run. So I give you a lot of credit and, and uh, that's pretty awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So let, let's shift over to, to what it was like actually starting the business, right? Everyone, you know, nowadays wants to be an entrepreneur. They want to start their own business. Um, but it's, it's not the fact of just putting entrepreneur, on your title, right? There's actual process that goes into that. Kind of tell me what, what type of things are you, you know, looking at whenever you're starting a business? And if I were going to go start a, a paintless dent repair company today, what are things that you would set break, you know, recommend me doing uh, first? Okay. So uh, that's a great question. The things that I recommend first is basically knowing, uh, knowing the skill. The first and most important thing is to get skilled, get training and then, um, then, then go after it. But I was, uh, I was one of those, I did not know anything about PDR. I knew a little bit about it, but I hadn't really done the research on technique, price, cost, insurance, anything. So uh, my mentor and some other people that are uh, in the dent community help grow and show me how pricing is. Cause a lot of people have questions on pricing on, uh, you know, how much does it cost to fix a dent? Well, there's many things that go into fixing the dent, and I had no idea about this stuff until I was taught how, how to price dents. So uh, it goes on to the make of the vehicle, uh, the model of the vehicle, it goes into access, it goes into the metal, it goes into um, you know just so many things that, that take in the part of car. So if you have to take off a tail light and you have to drop the bumper to access a dent, you know, is it something just justifiable to say that's going to only cost you $25. Well, there's more skill and there's more cost and more time that goes into fixing 
a dent that just may be the size of a quarter, but you know, people don't understand always the pricing of a dent. So I would learn more about the pricing. I would learn more about the, the vehicles and just, just how to basically grow with pricing uh, the skill and, and the work accordingly. Also, as far as being an entrepreneur, it's, it's a great feeling to actually start your own business. When I got my tax ID and I got all my, my stuff going, it was a great feeling. But, you know, I wasn't even scratching the surface of what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I didn't understand the dedication, uh, the time, um, the branding, the Internet, all sorts of things that go into it that I didn't know about. So um, being an entrepreneur and being a small business owner today is, is an awesome experience. Uh, I'm very fortunate to be successful in, in doing paintless dent repair. Uh, so as far as asking, Hey, how do I start a paintless dent repair company? There's, there's many ways to skin a cat, just like anything, but, um, you know, I'd be more than happy to, to help bring some of that to light and, and show it, you know, show someone, Hey, this is how we do it. This is how I didn't do it. This is, this is what it takes. This is when maybe not so important to do something like this. So, yeah. you know, there's so many things that go into being an entrepreneur, but the thing is, is the drive that's number one is the drive and of course there's failures but in this business I didn't want to fail I was all in from the beginning and uh, I'm just happy that I, I made the commitment to be all in I'm sure it's just like with uh, owning any small business the fear fear of failure is there but you have to overcome that fear and and be hungry to do it yeah I think being able to overcome anything like that is, is what makes um, the best entrepreneurs stick out right you know when you think about starting a business you think about oh I can just start a business and, and work eight to five and just your explanation there just tells you that it's not an eight to five job. Right. So <laughs> then you, you come into situations now that you, you, you have a family, you run into these things where you could be working, you know, 80 hours a week. How do you, how do you maintain a healthy life work balance between maintaining that your business is going well and it's thriving but also don't neglect the family in that time because there's only so many hours in a week, right? There's so many hours in a day. Um, and I think as a parent, um, as a husband, but you know, you try to, to dedicate enough. So how do you, how do you find that mix? Well, there's a, there's a fine line between overworking and burnout and not doing enough. So whenever you think that you're not doing enough, you can always be doing something a little bit more. So the, the way I manage it, is uh, I, my wife and I understood that, hey, look, uh, when it's busy season, hell season, and, and I'm going to be going all out. I'm going to be going from, you know, six in the morning, seven in the morning until people stop calling at night. So, you know, she may not always understand, hey, you know, in the beginning, it was kind of like, oh, we're eating dinner and the phone's ringing. I've got to answer. I don't want to miss the business. I don't want to miss an opportunity. And so I think the, the communication with my wife and understanding, okay, He's trying to do something for all of us. So let's work together to help him succeed. So it's, it's kind of awesome because my wife, Laura, she, uh, she helps me take off hoods on cars. She helps me uh, disassemble some cars. Even though she don't like it, she's always like, you have to pay me. But, you know, hey, it's, it's awesome to have my wife help me, uh, to support me. And, and the balance is, okay, I know at 6 o'clock I've got soccer practice or at, you know, 7.30 we have uh, – I have to pick them up from soccer. So, you know, there's sometimes I'll drop my son off at soccer, go to, go to a client's house that's in the area, go look at a dent, go look at a car. And, you know, then I come back to pick them up. So it's a, it's a never, 
a non is where you just don't stop. You just have to manage. Okay, at four o'clock, being a small business owner from my daughter has gymnastics. I have to take off at three thirty. Go get her, take her to gymnastics, and then from there I can come back to work. Yeah. So it, there's a fine balance in uh, in there, and and it's it's kind of hard to manage sometimes, but uh, I make sure that uh, my family comes first. Well, I mean, and that's a that's an awesome point, and and I think when you mentioned strong foundation when it comes to your knowledge in the industry, having a strong foundation, having a strong support system at home, can influence how your business operates, right? So for, for you to be able to manage that correctly um, can go a long way as well. That's, that's awesome. Um, so kind of wrapping up here, um, where, where are some places that people can find you? Okay, so uh, the company, my, the name of my company is NTXPDR. We are located in Denton, Texas. Uh, you can find us on Google. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, if you go to Google, it's North Texas Paintless Dent Repair. Uh, but if you type in NTX PDR, it will show up. Uh, it just says North Texas Paintless Dent Repair. And that's the acronym. Uh, on Facebook, you can find us at NTX PDR Paintless Dent Repair. Uh, you can also reach me at NTX PDR at gmail.com. And then uh, you can reach me at my phone number, 972 922 1060. Uh, there's so many people out there that uh, that don't know what paintless dent repair is. So if anybody has a question or they just say, hey, I may have a ding, I may have something going on, you know, is this, can you fix this? So a lot of people don't understand the uh, what can be fixed and what cannot be fixed. So that's what I'm here to do is help educate some of these people that don't know what paintless dent repair is, what can be fixed and how we're able to help. So uh, NTX PDR is bringing value back. That's our slogan, that's our motto. So when you have hail damage, door dings, uh, say you were to go trade your car in and you have got $3,500 worth of hail damage on it. When you go to trade it in, the dealership's going to be like, hey, look, we have to take off this $3,500 of, of the price of your vehicle. And they're like, why, why, why? Well, it has hail damage, so we have to have it fixed. So, you know, we're here to uh, maintain your, your vehicle's appearance, maintain the value, and doing paintless dam repair brings the value back. That's awesome. You had mentioned a couple guys in the past. I'd like to give you an opportunity just to shout them out. Who inspired you? Who, who's been your mentor? Who's kind of uh, been part of that strong foundation to get you to where you are today? Okay. Thank you. That's uh, th there's so many people that I have to thank. Uh, you know, there's uh, Mozzie. Mozzie was my mentor. Uh, he doesn't like to be recognized too much because he's a humble guy. And so I'll just leave it at his name is Mozzie because uh, he took the opportunity, took the risk and was like, Hey, I've had plenty of other guys come through and I've tried to train them and, and, and it didn't work. So uh, him and I still talk and have a relationship today. And uh, we just got off the phone last week, talk about all sorts of good stuff. So uh, Mozzie is one of them. Chase Clark was my instructor at the Dean King. So uh, he was instrumental. I still contact him and talk to him all the time. Uh, Jason Childers is the first person who ever gave me an opportunity to, to fix a dent. So, you know, and John Vandepaz is a, is a person that is in the collision industry that helped uh, push me towards making the decision to go to paintless dent repair versus something else. A lot of your mentors now sounds like turns friend. Um, you know, that, that's awesome. That's building those relationships. And that's what owning, owning a business and, and becoming an entrepreneur is, is the ability to build that network, to build that friendship um, as well. So 
John, man, I appreciate you so much for jumping on this podcast. Um, for the listeners, I'm going to put all of John's show notes, um, all of his information in the show notes at the bottom of this. So uh, feel free to reach out to him. Uh, he's doing some great things in the Metroplex for paint, paintless dent repair. Uh, if you need a mentor, if you're curious about what is the industry, um, it kind of just maybe a thought in your mind of, you know, I'd like to explore a little bit more about that. Uh, John seems very open with, with sharing his story more in depth or, or even kind of being a mentor for you. So again, John, thank you so much for, for jumping on with this and uh, I look forward to talking to you soon. Alrighty. It sounds good. So one last note, if, uh, if anybody does have a question about paintless dent repair, uh, hail damage, uh, mentorship, something like that, uh, I'm open because someone took the chance with me. So I'm going to take the chance with them. Uh, if anybody is in the paintless dent repair community or insurance community or body shop or dealerships that are looking for someone to, to help, uh, you know, save money, make money and grow together. Uh, I would love to communicate and reach out and, and network with you guys. So, uh, I'm, I'm very thankful for the opportunity to be on your podcast and, and, uh, DFW is where it's at. So thank you very much. That's it for today's episode of the Empowering Business DFW podcast. If you've been inspired by John's story and look forward to hearing more about what the DFW has to offer, make sure you tune in next week. Also, I would be extremely grateful if you took a few minutes to rate this podcast and also leave a comment. Thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, stay well and God bless.